I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 7, Episode 5, Complicated. What a surprise. We get Charlie. Charlie. How about that? I'm getting happier and happier with some of these previews. Because they didn't show that Charlie was going to be on. It happened on Life After Lockup when they didn't show somebody getting punched. Mm -hmm. And it was a surprise. And here it was Charlie showing up. I really thought we wouldn't get Charlie this time. Yeah, they kind of. I thought he'd stay away or everybody would be mad at him and it Mm -hmm. wasn't going to happen. He'd refuse to be filmed with him or something. Yeah. So now, that being said, we get Charlie this time. So. And turns out the family reaction to him isn't quite as strong as it was originally made out to be. Yeah, but what's he been up to? We get the him, the creepy pictures. On the bed. Taking foot pictures. And the feet. Gross. And the money that they're making. And, Losers. And just proud of it. Let's yeah. be clear. The 70000 two two things. One, it's probably not 70000 I'm sure they've rounded up. <laughs> and I'm sure they're not claiming 70000 on their taxes. I'm sure. They probably shouldn't say it out loud on national television. And it's well, not Sam just will be looking. It's not just foot stuff that they're doing. Yeah. So Did you see what she was wearing, taking those foot pics. Yeah. Well, that Awfully was awfully tight. That was probably what Sharna showed up in in the <laughs> Bill's bedroom. Is what I'm imagining. <laughs> Seems like maybe that was it. Sharna comes in barefooted in a pair. Of, what are those? You probably should uh, clarify what show you're talking that about. Is for those inmate who don't to watch. roommate. If you're here, we're we're trusting that. You found inmate to roommate, so I think that's important. Charlie looks like he's lost a little weight. Mm-hmm. The two of them are completely oblivious to who they've alienated, what they've done. Right. They're just a mess. The two of them are a nightmare. And they probably deserve each other. Yeah. They said, Kelly, they said, it's not like we've gotten drunk and fought people. Yes. And then she said, I don't I, remember. So there's two things. <laughs> Either one... They legitimately were so drunk that they don't remember. Or two, they weren't drunk and they just fought. Well, they would have seen the season. We saw it. We all saw it. They saw it. It's neat. You can just deny stuff and it didn't happen. Incredible. The whole world saw that they got drunk and tried to fight people. Well, that's assuming he came in drunk. He may not have. Maybe it wasn't that they weren't drunk. (laughs) But I love that Charlie's back. This family is a mess. A hot mess. I think from the start, and we talked about it before, look, it's it's very, very difficult to be on Andre's side, don't you think? Sure. It is. He's not an easy guy to side with. But when next to Charlie. <laughs> and, and everybody, this, yeah. they need to move. Yeah, I said to you that Charlie and Megan were so quick to blame Andre for their family issues I guarantee you all this conflict existed before he ever showed his face because these people thrive on conflict. You can see it. Andre just happened to be there. Somebody for them to point at. Something different. Yes, exactly. Here's the guy. It's his fault. Somebody they can deflect on. (laughs) But it's all of them. We were, I think it was episode one this season. 
when they were when Libby and Becky and Jen were there with mom. And, and the, they all gave her the business and said they weren't going to be around Charlie, period. The line was drawn under and that no lasted circumstances. like, I don't know, an hour? <laughs> I think mom said, you guys will change your mind. And they <laughs> and called they her, I think, delusional. Mm-hmm. You are delusional. This isn't going to happen. Turns out mom knows them better than they know well, themselves. Well, the preview apparently. didn't show this as some big party. This wasn't a party. This was a lunch, is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a thing. Mm-hmm. So, not like the thing I'm about to go to. No, not mm-hmm. like that. But Jen and Becky completely, it's just completely changed. They sat there and again turned it on Libby and Andre. Andre's not respecting them. Libby looked at them, looked at them just dumbfounded and confused. Completely. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, I think um, you can look at it and um, even worse in all of this was that they talked about why and Libby said, well, I don't want Andre to get involved and have an issue before his, his I guess, green card renewal. Right. That's pretty important. Yeah. I, I have to say, though, the look on Libby's face was a bit odd when um, Becky questioned her, you saw her eyes went down. She said, is that normal? And she said, yes. But everything about her well, body. Well, what she said, she kind of stumbled. She said, well, it's different for each person. And she took Sometimes. her eyes and averted them down. Mm-hmm. I wasn't looking. Quickly. I was Enough that it made me think something was up. Either uh-huh. one, there is no interview and she's just lying about it, uh-huh. or there's a legitimate issue, maybe even Andre's past. Or maybe he's done stuff that we don't know about, something uh-huh. that puts him on a list. He is a bit aggressive. Maybe he's an aggressive driver and he got a bunch of tickets. You do or not believe it. What do you think he is behind the wheel? Oh, I'm sure he's very aggressive. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Like road rage, kind yeah. of aggressive. But Becky says, I hope he gets sent back. That's horrible. I couldn't it's, believe she said it's that. It's a horrible thing to, to say. To her sister. <laughs> I hope your husband gets sent out of the country. They have a child. And she looked to Jen like for, I don't know, to, I, I guess to even justify it or for approval. Like you agree with me, don't you? All and did that. she? Well, they didn't show her face, mm. so that was, you know. But Libby's talking about family and how family should be something who's there for you, people that you trust, but none of this group. None of them. No, fits that description. At all. You have to go. They have to, the, the best thing they could do would be to leave. Yeah. But they're not set up enough to do anything. And and that's his whole view. They need Chuck. You know, he says they're like a cancer. You got to cut it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harsh way to talk about somebody's family, but I get it. Libby says that that Charlie's still sending her mean texts. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm. He seems like the kind of person who would do that. Yeah, just some ugly, well, you know, it's ugly drunk text is what right. you would assume it would be. They should all just steer clear of each other. I, I don't understand why they flipped so quickly. They acted like they were adamantly on the same side as 
Andre about staying away from Charlie. And then they completely flipped and then stuck it to Libby like he's just trying to alienate you from the family. I'm like, who are these people? She should have said, I agree, and we need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Because this is toxic. Yeah. No matter what Charlie and Megan say, that whole thing in their kitchen. I just couldn't help but notice they have another one of our coffee makers. Oh, that's funny. Patrick had one, and then they've got our Keurig that we have in there, too. That's funny, the Keurig Cafe. Yeah, they have that, too. So we have multiple coffee makers. So depends on where you are, (laughs) I guess. Charlie says he doesn't drink any more than anybody else, and everybody drinks when they get together. And then, I think of all things, you, you're you just probably absorbing it until Charlie calls his dad Chuck. Yes. And then, this is when you, I think it just kind of snapped for you. Yeah, this I was the up, end. I go, did he just call him Chuck? That's so disrespectful. I think at one point, when you get to the point where you're not calling your parent, mom, or dad anymore, and like you've changed, does it change in a day? Like, all of a sudden, I'm not calling him dad anymore. Rude. Does that happen? It shouldn't. The only thing, Charlie, I believe, is the only thing that could detract us from the opening scene of Jenny and Summit. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. (laughs) I couldn't help but think, as they're talking about, we were going to call the hotel. And let him Tell know. Tell him the bed made noise. Yeah. And I, she my said, thought could you be, imagine? How would we explain that? My thought would be that the hotel would go, as boring as they probably are with whatever they were doing, <laughs> it would probably be, nope. We didn't, nobody complained. Nobody heard a thing. They go, well, isn't the next door, isn't their bed right next to ours? Yep. They didn't complain. <laughs> nope. Didn't hear a thing. <laughs> Not at all. Maybe that's why they want the take the classes. <laughs> it just a felt a little much. odd. That was, Didn't it feel a little uh, creepy that yes. whole at the beginning? Well, and it, they were joking about it. Yeah, they were laughing. It would have been more creepy if they were like really serious about it. But they were laughing, having a good time together. You can imagine that conversation with a newly married couple. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he did something with his shoulders where he was, I don't know, whatever his, maybe his go-to move was. Maybe that was what he was mimic, mimicking on on the couch. It just made me feel all, I don't know. I was like, oh, please don't. Um, yeah, he was yeah, making motions what I noticed, about what made the bed shake. It came, the opening scene was some... I guess some room service being delivered and they did a cut of the entire room, all of it. And I saw first thing I noticed and and I pointed it out to you was how messy that place was already. There was stuff strewn about everywhere. (laughs) It was a mess. I'm thinking these two, that's why the other place, that's why the other place was like that. And then for the rest of the show, every place they showed was a mess. Right. It's like uh, our daughter leaving 30 pairs of socks in her boyfriend's car. Sure. Just <laughs> drop everything. And I noticed Ed's place was like that when we saw the kitchen in the other room. But that was like that. Um, it was Angela's place was a disaster. 
The only neat place, Kimberly Nussman's room was the same. It was a mess. The only neat place we saw in this whole episode was Jovi and Yara's place. And they're the one with the kids. <laughs> right. And it I, was spotless. I didn't get a good feel. Like nobody feel. actually lives there. We didn't see a lot of Libby and Andre's place. I'm not sure how organized it mm-hmm. was. It made me just think what normal people... I mean, our place isn't... We're not spotless. I mean, there's dog toys on the floor and, you know, there's whatever. But there's not... It's not messy. There's not just stuff all over the place. No. Unless you go into our daughter's room yeah. before you get a chance to get in there. Right, because I have to wait all the time for her to come out to get in there. Maybe people are... Maybe that's just what it's like. <sighs> I would feel uncomfortable. Yes. I don't need everything to be perfect. But it would make me feel stressed out if it was all. Yeah, my thought is is if you walk past something, why don't you just pick it up and put it where it's Uh got to go? Well, and my whole thing, and this is what I say to our daughter, is how does it get there in the first place? When you take it off, if it's dirty, drop it in the hamper. If you take it off and it's still clean, hang it back up. Why would you put it on the floor? Here's what I don't want to do. Is I don't want you know how you saw Jenny and Summit before mom and dad are headed over, how they're scrambling around cleaning everything up. It's right. You're spending a couple hours in one stretch just cleaning. Uh I don't want to do that. No. I'm too lazy to spend two hours doing it when I could spend a minute here, a minute there, and just keep it in order. As you go. And then if you're having guests come over, then you're giving it. A 15-minute once-over or something, right. and then everything's fine. But all of them, it's just a mess, like a hurricane went through. So, mm. messy, everything. So we were, though, happy. I stood up in front of the screen while Jenny was ziplining. I felt yes. really, I was so happy she really did. happy for her. And, and glad that they have an adventuresome spirit together. It means they do have fun. You would do that, you said? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, done, I've been ziplining. Yeah, but yeah. not like that. Yeah, but yes. You would, I do, would that. do that. Yeah, absolutely. I love ziplining. It was the, fun. The thought would be that they hadn't lost anybody yet. I know there's always a first, but I think you got to roll the dice. <laughs> it's not like bungee jumping or something right. like that. There's I a, said to you, I have no a, problem with the ziplining part. It's the when you use the zip line to jump off the platform at the end and mm. you go straight down. That makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm just waiting for it to catch. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets a little aggressive and wants to to um, Karma Sutra after all that's oh, over. That was a bit much. Yeah, it was a bit awkward. That you made planted, me more uncomfortable than the beginning. Yeah, you think that was planted in some way? Probably. Producer induced. I don't know, though. He looked a bit disappointed. He, he did. Like he he asked, was really he, thinking about it. Yeah, he said, am I all right? <laughs> she, here's what she said. I think you're fine. Yeah. It's not a necessarily a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I think she thought... Well, that her it, age, that's probably about as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah, she just wants to do it and go to bed. Right, that's what she said. Well, it happens at a certain age. Right. What are you supposed to do? Right. <laughs> celebrate after i don't know i guess oh. you maybe you're supposed to do that again i'm not sure <laughs> we didn't do that when we were young yeah i don't know I leave <laughs> that alone but she i think she thought it would be a public thing like we're gonna go have a class with a bunch of other people and well it was a yoga class she said 
That would be awkward. And so it's a public yoga class. You still not going to practice these positions in front of other people? Yeah, it's not a good idea. No. Not at all. So, thinks they're fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. A couple needs to, you know, you got to get your whatever. Find your groove. Find your groove. I guess that in a PG way, maybe that's the way to put it. Right. You just got to find your groove. And then every, everything is fine. Yeah. I guess if you don't ever find your groove, then I guess that could be a problem. And if it takes you 27 years, 27, then 20, that's okay. Four years, maybe, let's yeah, just right. say. Or 22 years to find your groove. That's all right. Maybe sometimes your groove isn't so much physical. And I think this is the point, and we kind of had this conversation, that things like this maybe aren't physical. I mean, they are right, a like physical thing. Right, like he talked thing. about the connection. Yes. It's it's the intimacy, the that connecting moment where you're just focused on each other. And that can be so much more than whatever position that you're in. Right. So this is descriptive. And what follows. And it's non-PG as we want this podcast right. to be. But there's a level of togetherness and intimacy that if you're not experienced, and then you're you're probably missing out, I would assume right. missing That's out on something. So we'll move on from that point. I'm not Next. sure this isn't the personal podcast. Right. Or is this behind the wall? So Nor would we talk about that in our personal podcast. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think you get what we're talking about. <laughs> right. So who was I mean, if we get into we had a similar conversation with Seeking Sister Wives and Roberta and Garrick uh-huh. when she said that we did that in a way like we'd never done it before. <laughs> I joked about other things, but I think we had talked about maybe there was a level of intimacy there that uh-huh. they hadn't experienced. Jenny throws out the America bomb. <laughs> and it looks like Summit. He is like, no. Shut it down. Thank you. Once again, she's at. Well, a, he shut it down to the camera. He didn't shut it down to her. I think that's dishonest. Well, I think he was he misleading has, her that he would consider it. How many times. Is he's, he going to have to establish that mom and dad are well, number yeah. one? But in the sidebar he's, interview, he said, I don't want to come out and say no because I don't want her to think that I'm selfish because she gave up her family to come here. Mm. Except that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, he demonstrates it every single time. Right. This isn't different at all. He just won't accept that his parents... Said, said basically he's dead to them. She said it. She said your first priority is going to be your parents. Always. And and he didn't say no. Yeah, and it's never going to be me, she said. He just said, what did he say something about America? Is uh, I think maybe we'll talk about it or yeah. fine or maybe he said you're fine. I think you're fine. He said we'll he talk said. about it. <laughs> Not ready for that kind of sacrifice is what he said. Right. Like, wow. That was lame. I missed the whole... Other than the end, that little fire ceremony that they did. What were they lighting on fire? Um, well, it was in the water. They went to the River Ganges and she, yeah, she had him buy the little ring of flowers. Mm. And they said, and people set things with like candles and stuff. It has candles with it. And theirs got stuck on like a branch or something on the side, yeah. and it started to light on fire. Could you set like a little a little Nicole doll on it? Oh, Is that something no. you could do? Must not it's go a there. Love after lockup reference. And that we don't want to talk about. Little Nicole <laughs> on fire. I think on what body of water would that have been in Newport News? Uh, James River, maybe. Probably, maybe the yeah, it was probably the James River. 
So, Kelly is headed up that way in a couple of weeks. Indeed. I may be looking for a guest host. Hey, maybe. Or you're going to get me all alone. Instead of tagging my friends and family like with my itinerary, that. maybe I should look up, you what, Deontay and That's right. what's her name? And then the Nicole guy. and Lacey and Sean. Lacey and Sean. See what they're yeah, up just to. Just check them out. You could oh, do. Uh, the guy that lived down by. Tariq. Uh, Yes, Tariq and So Hazel. you could go on a fact-finding mission. <laughs> I, I will could. send you, our research staff will get you and send you on a field trip give to hunt some, down. Give me some potential you know addresses. You know I can find them. You yep. know I will. So you find it and I will send you video back. I've never, at this point, not been able to find somebody. Right. Go for it. All right, we'll see what I can do. That's like internet. I'm all for adventuring. Though. Isn't that? They'll put me on the internet, like worst guy on the internet or something like that. Yeah. Something. I'm not that bad. But, um, oh, Ed and Liz, there was really nothing. I added not a lot to talk about with them. They're who we thought they were, right? Yeah. There's a famous quote from a football coach, and he said, they are who we, he, you know, are the Bears that great? He said, look, they're who I thought they were. Mm hmm. And Ed and Liz are exactly <laughs> who we thought they were. Yeah. They're a mess. They said something about, or she said something about, well, they both did. Um, he said, you're not the person you were a year ago. And she said, well, you're not the person you were a year ago. And you said, you're exactly the people you were a year ago. They, they're the same. And they said that we're the best for each other is what they both kind of They bring of said, out the best yes. in each other. And, and the worst, I the said. Worst. That's exactly <laughs> what they do. Although he said this, and I can't ignore it. He said, she's being a baby sissy wah-wah. Yeah, I pointed that out to you and rewound us. Did he really just say that? We rewound it. Sure enough, he did. I said, that's like something a child would say to another child. There's <laughs> not even a sentence. Right. He should He should be, I don't know, choke slammed for something. <laughs> Although he, you couldn't choke slam him. He's you got no neck need- to grab. Whacking is over. We we don't get on people's physical appearances, but I've never no, but seen. You said that I've never seen a person built like him. Well, he said he has a, a disorder. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll that'll keep me quiet. <laughs> All of that is just the two of them. I don't. It's just a mess. Jovi and Yara. That was pretty deep. The whole Ukraine thing. It's a lot for her to go through. We can't even understand or comprehend it, right. can you? But I totally understood. You said it sounded bad I when he said that um, it would be better if she waited for him because he'd make more rational, rational decisions I think I wrote it down. for ma- the safety of their family. I can make more rational decisions for my family. And I said, well, you can't. it really is true. You can't fault him for saying that because... She is extremely emotional and probably isn't going to make rational decisions. I don't think that is the right time to say that. But, I think there's better ways to do it. Sure. And but I I, I'm saying I agree with his sentiment. You could support her better than saying that. Sure. And, and I don't think that's what she needs to hear. You see him dancing around it. He doesn't like it. He's trying very hard. To get not, her to wait. And to not insult her uh-huh. and to show care for the family, but still get out his point that right. this has got to wait. Be reasonable. There, he's got to tr- probably try to offer an, another plan other than her just waiting. 
Well, and that's what he said. He said, you know, it's just three weeks. So um, use that three weeks to make the plans so that we have a plan in place mm-hmm. when we go together. It just came out real. He doesn't have the best way with words. Yeah, he's he not said it. A great and I orator. Went, I went, that is yeah, not. But I knew what he meant. That's not going to go over well. So she looks like is real close to getting her green card, and that's what she needs to go. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter once you have it. I guess they're taking it for granted that she's going to get it right mm-hmm. away. Right. The attorney said within a week after the interview. It can be a week. Right. We've seen nothing, any evidence at all that they made it over there. Right. So I, Well, obviously, the fighting escalated pretty quickly. Do you, I, I don't this think- was only a week after this scene they said was a week into the attack. I don't think you want to take your daughter over there. At this no, point. I I wouldn't. Even and it's not to Ukraine. It. They were talking about going, but it would be just no. That she did want to go. Her mom's in Warsaw, but she wanted to go and help get her friends and her sister out. What's she going to do? That's what she it? said exactly. Well, I it would have to be. She it's just easy. she just doesn't want to feel helpless. Yeah, it would, but that's not the way to do it. For us to sit here and go, what can she really do? I don't know the well. That's maybe that's maybe to your point. Maybe it's about being rational and right. The, it's not maybe the most rational thing right. to think that you're going to go over to Ukraine and and do something that yeah. they can't already do. I guess you're right, but Be- because I don't like the way she said, said that. well, they don't have enough food, they don't have enough water, and it's not. Well, what are you going to have when you go? Not enough food, not enough water, and can't get out, and the city's locked down, and you got a kid. Well, what the, it's in partly it's what emergency and our first responders kind of do. They want people who don't need help to get out of there and let the people who are who are trained to help help. Uh-huh. Be, it's it's like going into a burning building and mm-hmm. you're not a firefighter. You turn out to probably get in the way. Yeah, you add one more person who needs to be rescued. Right. So I guess that makes. But you, I understand her. Sure, her the feeling. panic sense of helplessness, of course. Yeah. And people that she knows, there's just nothing you can do. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. And he's trying to, to get to that point. But at this point, he's just saying, let's just go together. He, he, the issue, I think, is he's, at this point, too much of being a realist about them coming there right. and how it's going to be difficult financially. Yeah, he just wants to make sure she started through I and get isn't it. being impulsive. It's just now is not the time. Right. His would his thing should be we're going to do whatever we can to support. And if they're going to come here, sure we'll find a way. I mean, they're doing just fine. The two of them off Jovi's salary and whatever they're making any other way. Right. They could feed three more people. Uh-huh. Four more people, whatever the total is. I guess we we haven't met who's involved in her family, have we? No. For some reason, I'm thinking of, I was thinking of Alex's family from Lauren and Alex. Mm. That's the family I pictured for some reason. But we don't know who this is. But to feed three or four more mouths, I think they could handle it. Mm-hmm. So it would be difficult and they're... A bougie lifestyle would probably have to end. Right. That's why she said, if I can buy expensive handbags, then I can help them come here. And maybe that wakes up. Maybe that wakes her up, snaps her out of this. Right. This whatever you're in. You kind of have realize. Have to have the, the 
fancy brand of crib and bedding sure. and what you know she's pretty bougie it's realizing what's important right i think f- so many of us we take so much for granted until something bad happens and then you're either in denial that that'll never happen again or your eyes are open to the things Preparing that can really next happen time. it's i mean it's even the same it's like with a pregnancy until you've had a miscarriage maybe you don't even think about it mm-hmm. you just assume so often that things go smoothly and are easy right like, especially if you've already have one like Bilal I would assume that Bilal's pregnancies have gone smoothly because he's at a point where it'll just be easy when they decide they want to do it right oh what'd you think of the preview yeah where well, she said let's she's talk about having it now. A, she's having a cycle every 21 days. Let's talk about real quick science-wise. Yeah, you what, said to me, well what does that mean? Yes, What's the significance I, of that? I said, well it means she's having a period every 3 weeks instead of 4 weeks, which means she's dropping her eggs a whole lot faster than normal, which means she's going to run out sooner. Yes. It should be an Angela's boat where there's yep. just one. There's nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> That's not one. That was zero. So that that's the importance to that. Yeah. That was kind of a bomb. Because you're born with all the eggs you're ever going to have as a female. Which is incredible, by the way. It is. But so you only fact, have so many. If you're ovulating faster than normal, then you're going to become infertile sooner. That would be bad news that for her. That would be bad news. And she didn't look like she understood that that was a problem. Which would be why they needed to well, be a fertility cultures, doctor. That stuff's just not talked about. Mm-hmm. So if she's there's numbers there, but she's going through them. At I'm going to say uh, numbers are very difficult for me. Seven, so that's twenty some percent faster than twenty five percent than normal. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yes, it is. Hopefully, she started later. Mm, possible. Mm. But in some cultures, if it's not discussed, then right. you may not even know the science. I mean, you could be Sergio. And it makes this a good Dubai. idea for them to be at the at the fertility doctor. Mm-hmm. So despite, they know what to expect. Despite what Bilal thinks. Right. You know, it's actually the right move. Right. It shows why that is the right thing. Right. I wonder if um, it's neat to have some science. Sergio mm-hmm. could use that. Right. We already he has you, zero knowledge. I'm not even sure he knows how babies are made. If you listen to this podcast, you already know more than Sergio. He this thought you could take a baby out of one person and put it in somebody else. That is brilliant. <laughs> Somehow he wasn't joking. No, he was. This is Real Housewives he of really Dubai. So. so, if you notice in the podcast, you're seeing some more stuff in this podcast. We are combining stuff and bringing stuff over from our other two. This will be the hub of all three of our podcasts. So that's all I'll say about that now. I think the most telling and biggest story of of this is, um, oh no, we still have two. Angela. Let's do Angela oh, first. Yeah. Because there's not a ton there. She's but so there is. Annoying. How about that she's out of friends? Yeah. And now Relegated she, to somebody she met over the smell of a cigarette. Yeah, in... And then paid off somebody to smoke in the bathroom. Amazing for her, right? <laughs> but but I think it's telling that she's out of friends. Right. She has burned through everybody by treating them... Horribly. Horribly like she's treating Michael. Michael, 
Right. She treats everybody like that. Yeah. Renee is going to end up like that. Even yeah. in the preview, it looks like Renee's warning Michael and trying to uh, oh, really? help him. And I, I bet you Angela's going to be mad at her by the time it's over with. Probably. Renee's going to end up leaving early and because nobody would know what you've gotten into mm-hmm. at all. I love it. I saw where she said uh, she's outside and she's going to break your vehicle. Yeah, she's tearing up your car. Her place was just a mess again. All of, of it. She brings up the $5,000 again. But we still haven't found out what Michael has done. What has he done? Yeah, he hasn't done anything. And she's the one doing. She's literally said, I want to know if I'm done with Michael so I can go straight to Canada and be with this other guy. Somebody who appreciate me for being me. She's already got a backup guy. He can't even have a, a female comment on his Instagram. No. He can't even have an Instagram. Ridiculous. And she says she's going to surprise him so she can take his phone. Because the law says that everything that's his what is hers. Is she's got some, I don't know, Christian Law for Dummies book that she has found. You think she read that book probably had 120 pages. Do you think she read it? No, I think she skimmed to the part she wanted. Somebody gave it to her. And said, look on page. <laughs> so she says she can go and take his stuff. Of course, can he take her stuff? You would think. No. You know but the producers are him. afraid. Yeah. Said Angela. Because we hear the producers talk occasionally. Not to Angela very often. So Angela, if you can take his stuff, can't he take your stuff? <laughs> And watch what happens. She would say, hell no. She would erupt. I'm from America. <laughs> what did she say? I forget when she put the hat on. Oh, with Some, that America hat? Yeah. She's like, uh, my mother country. Mother, yes. The, <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she, you remember, let's remember, years ago when she made the first trip, the Trump stuff yes, that she brought him. All so the fun. underwear. The underwear, and, the boxers, yeah. the hat. He was so, so excited. Yeah. So, that is something else. <laughs> she says she's down to 164. My math shows her probably she'd have to be about five foot. Does it surprise you that she's a Trumper? No, no. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, we knew it from the start right. because she brought the stuff over. Right. She'd have lit it on fire if she wasn't. So Right. Yeah, you know, she's just an odd bird. I wonder where she was on January 6th. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. It was Real Housewives, wasn't it? She was outside smoking a cigarette while they charged the Capitol. We know that she was smoking a cigarette. (laughs) Her, it's it's just threatening, cussing, breaking stuff. You know, that's just what she's about. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine being there and having that show up outside of your house in (sighs) Nigeria? And I said to you, it's not like I said to you, it's not like she's gonna go there and be like, Michael, surprise! Oh, I haven't seen you in two years, my love. I'm so glad to see you. She's gonna show up and start cussing him out. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not a knock on the tappy on the shoulder. What do we see? All of these um, servicemen reunion Uh videos, reunited. Michael's at work somewhere or doing whatever. He's out hanging out with the goofballs, and Angela comes up behind him. And they embrace Spins in a big him around. hug and kisses yeah. him. No, this is not. She's going to sneak up behind him, smack him Conk on the back him over of the, the head, head, steal yeah. his phone, put yeah. his thumbprint on it, and get into his Instagram. Uh huh. And then break his phone. Yeah. It off in him. 
poor thing. He's invested. He's not scamming her. No. He deserves a medal of freedom or something. Yeah. I mean, he's never coming. Right. We've inside scooped some stuff with them, but it's been, they've done a good job of staying silent. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's just so she can get more money. Yeah. She doesn't really want him. No, you can tell. It's her. She's fallen in love with being a D-list celebrity. Right. Is what it exactly. is. Exactly. Kimberly and Usman. So we, I'm going to put this out because if you listen to our inside scoop, it's not really a scoop because it's not like future. In the past, our lead story in Inside Scoop just this week, I think it was one uh, Inside Scoop 110, our lead free story was that Kimberly had been married before to a inmate, inmate in North Carolina. Who was an inmate for murder. Yes, who was in really for life, life in jail. So we reported on it, and I think I probably she married thought, him. In prison. Yes. It wasn't that they were married and he went to prison. Yes. After she saw his story on TV, she went and married him. Now, I thought maybe it was more helping. He'd been, maybe the thought is he'd been railroaded and she was trying to get his power of attorney so she could help him. I said, no way. I don't think she's so a, anymore. She's a whole um, love for room for inmate type. What do they call it? What was that show we used to watch? The man, uh, The Wives. Oh, I don't know. That's one of the ones yeah. you had. But there's yeah. a whole thing about There's a whole that. thing about women who go around marrying inmates. Mm-hmm. And, and their whole life revolves around their prison visits. So for her, it's that she wants to have a husband. Mm-hmm. and But I don't think she wants to be around one. Is it? Is it a confidence issue on her part? Uh, yeah, I think it's a self-esteem thing. So that she, she doesn't feel worthy enough for better than what she's wow. getting. Otherwise, why would you settle for being a second-class citizen to your husband? You know, I think she would make. Um, I think she would make a very an excellent loyal wife. Yes, I do. I think so. Yep. That she would make. She needs somebody. Does she it need needs somebody? Her. Yes, but she. It's like she doesn't think she does. Right. So she gets people who I, I guess. Usman's one one level. She needs to be needed. Right. And that's her way to do that. Right. Usman is a different thing for her, but very similar mm-hmm. then, yeah. if that's the case. Right. That she's at a point where she's doing this. I guess she feels like she's doing this for him. Mm-hmm. Like she was marrying that inmate for him mm-hmm. and everything about her. So she must identify herself. As, and that ended up getting annulled. Yeah, she, that got annulled after two years. Because you see these two, and I mean, the funny part of all this is when the hot water came into the mix, and Usman said, you know that that is hot water. Yeah, in this coffee, you saw you're him not going to throw it at You me, saw right? him eyeballing it. I yeah. picked it out even before he did. I mean, before they, he said something. I said, he's watching. He's looking at that pot of water. Mm-hmm. I would definitely keep my distance from that. Like, I would be afraid. And it looked like he was. She said, you'll never see that side of me again. Mm. Do we believe that? No. We don't. Maybe she meant in front of someone. Well, she did say that. She said she would handle it privately. So maybe the preview clip that we see is still private. So I'll I'll give it to you privately. Mm. (laughs) But they joke about the yammy all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, They're so odd. 
Every time I see them, it's like, okay, this is it. This is the end. They're done. And then it's not. Well, this is when it, when the joking about the yammy came up, it made me think really that this North Carolina thing was real and she did it to marry the person and not for because right. it just showed me what she needs in a relationship. Right. Or what she feels that she needs and and that's enough mm-hmm. for her to know that Usman values her and that she's number 1 is enough. Right. Even if he has number multiple two, wives. Number three, number four. He could get through this if he was a real scammer. Mm-hmm. And he, we think he, in some way he is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We, we still think that this is kind of his way for fame. Right. And he wants to get to America to be a star over here. He said he wants to be what? Like Elvis? Michael Didn't he Jackson. Say that way Didn't back? he say oh, Michael yeah. Jackson? Michael Jackson. That was it. Way what, back. That was who Kimberly loves was Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. Remember she's got the tattoo right. on her? Right. We first met her. It was her Michael Jackson shrine that she had. Mm-hmm. I forgot. It seemed like it was a long time ago. It but, was a long time. But ago. it wasn't. <laughs> it feels like a long time. It ago. does. Like wow, she wants. It's just odd. You know, we are all sorts of different people. Yeah. I guess a different thing makes us tick. You were talking about Jamal, and how maybe this. Yeah, no wonder, knowing her past with the marrying an inmate. No wonder he questions her judgment in men mm-hmm. and he's so nervous about it and trying to be protective because look what she did he was um he was really just upset with the way she embarrassed him in public right and that's the second she evidently drinks throwing is her thing yeah and he said if it happens again then he won't take her to meet his family mm-hmm. because he doesn't think they're gonna like her anyway and i don't think that's a big surprise no because of her age yeah she can't give him children. She's not going to be. Able so he's going to gonna have to convince them mm-hmm. to get their approval. I try not to take too many notes during the show. Anything I didn't think about. What did you think about? I'm look, glancing through here. We saw a little scene with Andre playing with the oh, dolls. Yeah. With Ellie. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, bet you he's a good dad. Yeah. When he's not cussing up a storm. Right. He just forgets who's in the room. He, when, when he, he snaps, he just goes. You could yeah. see him snapping. Yeah. You could see. I bet fighting with him marriage wise is rough. Impossible. Yeah. I don't think you get a word because I think he gets so loud. Yeah. But he, it looks like. He just talk over you. It looks like he's at least a good. He'll get down and play dolls with. Yeah, I think he adores the daughter. Have we, we haven't heard. Or is that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> inside Scoop. Uh-huh. Uh, spoiler alert. Sometimes things happen. Uh-huh. You know, that's it. I don't know. We'll see <laughs> if I leave that in or not. Maybe I'll beep all of that out. That's what I'll do. I'll remember to beep whatever I just said out. And then that'll be better. But it, what you want to know is occasionally what, what happens here, if you don't listen so much to our other shows, is I make a habit of pretending that Kelly cusses. Yes. And then I beep her. Because I don't. And, and he pretends that that's all that comes out of my mouth. And yeah. he puts beeps on regular words. I I don't. She's, she's like Andre. You cuss like Kimberly is who you cuss like. So this is fun. We've got, you'll see there's a lot of stuff popping up. We've got to figure out kind of a new routine. Um, we post on all three different podcasts, sometimes all on the same day. So I've got to figure out. 
the routine that we're going to do to streamline everything. We found that we have people who listen to maybe two out of our three podcasts and then don't even know how to find the other one. Don't know how to find the third. And we found people who listen to one, don't know how to find the other two. Or didn't know the others existed somehow. I think it's clear because... <laughs> yeah, because you put it out there. Yeah, because I post all of it. And I assume people read the show notes or listen to the tagline at the end or something. But So we do this whole same thing for the Real Housewives series of shows in a whole separate podcast. That is coming over. We have a personal podcast. This is where we try not to um, do all that catch up and uh, what do you house cleaning or whatever. We try to get straight to the show and then we leave the personal stuff for the personal podcast. Which is fun. Because if you care, then you can listen. If you don't care about what two old people sitting in their bedroom talk about in their real life, then you don't have to listen to those episodes. So. But you might occasionally get an abrupt ending to a regular podcast because f- happens. Yeah, we could. The phone rings sometimes. Yeah, and, and people have emergencies. And f- happens. We need to be rescued. So stick around, stay tuned. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. You can hear additional 90 day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel. Just search for Couple with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player.